Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Deadpool 2 in today's statistics episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. Deadpool 2. The newest comic book movie, big blockbuster, making $120 million this, over the past weekend, is out. Hopefully you've seen it. I will warn you now, uh, especially when we get to the actor section of this statistics episode, there are a lot, a lot of cameos in this movie, and I am going to reveal all of them uh, in the actor statistics part. So if you do not want to hear those names... Uh, do not listen that far, or do not listen at all until you've seen the film. Uh, so I am saying that now, just to give you a heads up. But, let's jump right in to Deadpool 2 statistics, shall we? I've seen it once, I saw it May 20th, uh, 2018, clocked it at about 115 minutes, so a little less than two hours, uh, and that, I think, includes all the post credit sequences. Um, but nothing past that. It's a 2018 movie, and my summary, the Merc with a Mouth forms a team to help a young boy with mutant powers. Fairly straightforward, not spoilery, and uh, makes sense. That's exactly what happens. I rate this movie a, ni- a 73. 73. It has a tomato score of 83 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it is in both the X-Men universe and it's a Deadpool film in the Deadpool franchise. Uh, It comes in behind Tully in 2018 films and ahead of Unsane in 2018 films. As a Deadpool movie, um, it is the best Deadpool movie coming in ahead of Deadpool 1. Uh, This is the fourth film in the Deadpool franchise, if you include Deadpool No Good Deed and Getting Wet on Wet with Deadpool 2. The average rating of Deadpool movies is 60.75, and the total length is 3.73 hours. All four films combined. But it is also in the X-Men universe, and uh, that puts it... Oh, I haven't updated this just yet. Uh, that puts it... Man, I didn't even update Logan. Jeez. Uh, that puts it ahead of the first X-Men movie but behind Days of Future Past, ultimately, in the X-Men universe. It's the 12th movie, or 11th movie, in the X-Men universe. They have an average film rating of 64.55 and a total length of 22.2 hours. Very long franchise thus far. So that's Deadpool 2 in the worlds that it lives in. Moving on to uh, writers and directors. But first, director. The director is David Leach. Uh, he, this is his third film that I've seen directed by him. It is his second film made in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Atomic Blonde and ahead of Deadpool, colon, No Good Deed. It, he has a value of 2, a score of 42.8, and is ranked 338th overall, one spot behind Chris Buck, director of Frozen, the animated Tarzan, and Frozen Fever, and one spot ahead of Christian Mungu who directed Beyond the Hills and Four Months, Three Weeks, Two Days. And that is the only director for Deadpool 2. 
Moving on to writers, got a few different writers attached to this film. The first being Rhett Reese. This is the sixth film I've seen written by Rhett Reese. He has an average film rating of 59.17. It is his only film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Zombieland and ahead of the first Deadpool. He has a value of 1.5, a score of 45.88, and is ranked 402nd overall, just behind Paul Atanasio, who is an Oscar-nominated writer for Quiz Show and Donnie Brasco. And he is one spot ahead of David Lean, Oscar-nominated writer for Passage to India, and also wrote Brief Encounter. Next up is Paul Wernick. This is his fifth film credit and improves his average film rating to a 60 even. This is his only film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Zombieland and ahead of Deadpool 1. He has a value of 1.5 and a score of 44.36, ranking him 458th overall, tied with Mary Shelley, writer of Frankenstein and credited for all the Frankenstein movies. And one spot behind Eric Roth, who is an Oscar-nominated and Oscar-winning writer, nominated for Munich, The Insider, and The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, winning for Forrest Gump. And Wernick is one spot ahead of Charles Shire, who wrote Smokey and the Bandit and The Parent Trap. I believe that only includes the Lindsay Lohan version. Also credited as a writer on this movie is Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool himself. This is his first film credit as a writer, and he has an average film rating of 73. It is the only film, and he has a value of 1 and a score of 25.33. He is ranked 2,482nd overall, tied with a bunch of other people just behind um, people like Jeff Nathanson, who wrote Catch Me If You Can, and Parts of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. And Reynolds is one spot ahead of Charles Leavitt, who wrote Blood Diamond, Warcraft, and In the Heart of the Sea. That is that is where we're at as writers. So again, last warning, a uh, lot of names in the actors list that you might not be aware of that are going to be in this movie. So I'm just going to let you know that now. Uh, even the first film, the first name that I'm going to say is also is a spoiler. So if you do not want to know because you have not seen the movie, wait. That's all I'll say. Wait. All right, here we go. The first acting credit uh, goes to Sir Brad Pitt. This is his 43rd film credit and improves his average film rating to a 65.63. This is his fourth film rated in the 70s and 19th best movie overall. Uh, comes in behind A River Runs Through It and ahead of his Oscar-nominated performance in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He has a value of 20.5 and a score of 83.21 to be ranked 12th overall. One spot behind Andy Serkis, one spot ahead of Tilda Swinton. So Brad Pitt, who plays Vanisher is in the list. Next up, another cameo, Matt Damon. This is his 52nd film credit that I've seen and improves his average film rating to a 62.08. It is his 10th film rated in the 70s and 23rd best movie overall, coming in behind his voice role in Ponyo and ahead of his Oscar-nominated performance in Invictus. He has a value of 17 and a score of 76.78, ranking him 40th overall. 
uh, putting him one spot behind Woody Harrelson and one spot ahead of Paul Newman. Matt Damon played one of the rednecks in the movie. Next up, another cameo is James McAvoy. This is his 25th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 61.88. It is his 9th film rated in the 70s and 10th best movie overall, coming in behind Wimbledon and ahead of Wanted. He has a value of 10 and a score of 67.3, ranking him 205th overall, one spot behind Richard Kind, one spot ahead of Kristen Wiig. So James McAvoy reprising his role as Charles Xavier. Next up is Eddie Marsan. This is his 29th film credit, improving his average film rating to a 60.76. It is his sixth film rated in the 70s and eighth best movie overall, coming in behind Warhorse and ahead of Gangs of New York. He has a value of 7.5 and a rank and a score of 64.34, ranking him 308th overall. One spot behind James Legrose. Legrose? Legrose? And one spot ahead of John Hillerman. John Hillerman. Next up is Cody Smith McPhee. This is his 10th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 67.1. It is his fifth film rated in the 70s and fifth film overall. Coming in behind Slow West and ahead of The Road. He has a value of 7. A score of 62.92 and is ranked 378th overall. One spot behind Michael Caine and one spot ahead of Simon Pegg. So he reprising a role as well. Uh, number Next up is Alan Tudyk. This is his 32nd film credit and improves his average film rating to a 58.56. It is his fourth film rated in the 70s and 11th best film overall. Coming in behind Serenity and ahead of his voice role in Rogue One colon A Star Wars Story. And he is, uh, he has a value of um, 4.5 for a score of 59.62, ranking him 571st overall, one spot behind Gemma Jones, and one spot ahead of Benedict Wong. Next up is Josh Brolin Cable. This is his 26th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 58 even. It is his 4th film rating in the 70s and 8th best movie overall, coming in behind Only the Brave and ahead of Avengers colon Age of Ultron. It is a value of 2.5 and a score of 56.36, ranking him 824th overall. One spot behind Glynis Johns, who was in uh, The Ref and While You Were Sleeping, and one spot ahead of Katrin Cartledge, who was in No Man's Land, Naked, Career, Gir Career Girls, and Topsy Turvy. Next is Hugh Jackman. This is his 29th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 55.52. It is his sixth film rated in the 70s and eighth best movie overall, coming in behind his voice role in Rise of the Guardians and ahead of the first X-Men movie. He has a value of 1.5 and a score of 53.44, ranking him 1,066th overall. One spot behind Randy Quaid, one spot ahead of Aaron Eckhart. Next is Morena Baccarin. This is her fourth film credit and improves her average film rating to a 70.25. It is her second film rated in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Serenity and ahead of Spy. 
She has a value of 3, a score of 49.83, and a rank of 1,436th overall, tying her with people like Mike White, who was in the School of Rock, Christopher Joner, who was in The Revenant, Thomas Zadowski, who was in John Wick Chapter 2 and, Ch and the first one, Melanie O'Reilly, who was in Inglorious Bastards, and Aaron Moriarty, who was in The Kings of Summer. He is one spot behind Cliff Curtis, and he is one spot ahead. She, sorry, she is one spot behind Cliff Curtis and Marina Brockerin. She is one spot ahead of Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Next up is Salah Baker. He plays the older Fire Fist in the movie. This is his seventh film credit and improves his average film rating to a 60.86. It is his third film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall. Coming in behind Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and ahead of Iron Man 3. He's a value of 2 and a score of 49.33, ranking him 1,488th overall, tied with Kim Hunter, Oscar-winning actor from A Streetcar Named Desire, and one spot behind W. Earl Brown, one spot ahead of Lisa Boyle, who was in Traffic. Next up is Karen Sony. Uh, this is his seventh film credit and improves his average film rating to a 60.71. It is his only film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall. Coming in behind, safety not guaranteed and ahead of the Ghostbusters remake. He has a value of 1.5 and a score of 48.72, ranking him 1,546th overall, one spot behind Ned Dennehy, and one spot ahead of Oscar winner Emma Stone. Next up is T.J. Miller. This is his 22nd film credit and improves his average film rating to a 52 even. It is his second film rating in the 70s and sixth best movie overall. Coming in behind Cloverfield and ahead of Extract. This, he has a value of zero and a score of 47.67, ranking him 1,662nd overall. Tied with Oscar nominees Omar Sharif Walt, and Walter Pidgeon putting T.J. Miller one spot behind Mammy Gummer and one spot ahead of James Patrick Stewart. Not Patrick Stewart, James Patrick Stewart. Next up is Nicholas Holt. This is his 13th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 52.77. It is his third film rating in the 70s and sixth best movie overall, coming in behind Warm Bodies and ahead of A Single Man. He has a value of 1 and a score of 46.73, ranking him 1,780th overall. One spot behind Robert Klein, who was in Ira and Abby, or Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And one spot ahead of Joanna Lumley, who is a voice from Corpse Bride, James and the Giant Peach, The Wolf. she was also in The Wolf of Wall Street, and Paddington 2. Next up is Bill Skarsgård. This is his fifth film credit and improves his average film rating to a 61 even. It is his um, fourth film rated in the 70s and fourth best movie overall. Coming in behind Anna Karenina and ahead of Allegiant. He has a value of 2, a score of 45.57, and is ranked 1,932nd overall. Tied with Sarah Paxton and James Cagney. One spot behind Michaela Watkins, and one spot ahead of Miguel Ferrer. Next is Julian Dennison, 
Fire Fist. This is his second film credit and drops his average film rating to a 79.5. It is his only film rating in the 70s. Second best film or worst film overall. Coming in behind Hunt for the Wilder People. He has a value of 2.5 and a score of 42.25, ranking him 2,379th overall. Tied with uh, Syed Badreya, who is in Iron Man and Three Kings and The Insider. Putting him one spot behind uh, Gladys George, who was in Oscar winner for Best Picture, The Best Years of Our Lives. And it puts Julian Dennis in one spot ahead of Freddie Highmore. Next up is Alexandra Ship. This is her fifth film credit and drops her av- or improve- increases her average film rating to a 56.8. It is her only film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall, coming in behind Straight Outta Compton and ahead of Love, Simon. He, she has a value of 1 and a score of 41.57, ranking her 2,464th overall. Uh, tied with Alan Jenkins, uh, one spot behind John Garfield, who was in Gentleman's Agreement, or Thomas F. Wilson, who was in Back to the Futures 1, 2, and 3. She is also ranked one spot ahead of Nancy Allen who was in RoboCop and Carrie and Out of Sight. Next up is Brianna Hildebrand. This is her third film credit and improves her average film rating to a 64.33. It is her first and only film rating in the 70s and best movie overall, coming in ahead of Deadpool 1. She has a value of 1.5 and a score of 40.1, ranking her 2,650th overall. Uh, tied with Anthony Perkins from Psycho. She is ranked one spot behind Sting and one spot ahead of Rose Byrne. Next up is Evan Peters. This is his eighth film credit and improves his average film rating to a 51.25. It is his second film rating in the 70s and third best movie overall. One spot behind X-Men Days of Future Past and one spot ahead of An American Crime. He has a value of one negative 1.5 and a score of 39.5, ranking him 2,737th overall. Tied with Holland Taylor, Isaiah Whitlock Jr., uh, Ron Silver, uh, Zoe Wanamaker, Audrey McDonald, and others. He is one spot behind Kevin J. O'Connor, who was in The Master, and he is one spot ahead of Johnny Lee Miller from Trainspotting. Next up is Shiori Kutsuna. She is uh, Yukio in the film. This is her third film credit and improves her average film rating to a 54.67. It is her second film rating in the 70s and second best movie overall. Coming in behind uh, last year's Oh Lucy and ahead of this year's The Outsider, a Netflix movie that I think is pretty terrible. She has a value of 0 and a score of 32.8, ranking her 3,456th overall. Tied with Oscar winner Ethel Barrymore and Janet Montgomery. She is one spot behind Joel McRae and one spot ahead of Richard Schiff, who you might recognize most from The West Wing. Next up is Robert Miley. Mylet, Mylet, probably. Uh, this is his ninth film credit 
and improves the average film rating to a 45.33. This is only film rating in the 70s and best film overall coming in ahead of Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. He has a value of negative 4.5 and a score of 32.59, which gives him a rank of 3,479 overall, tied with Greg Grunberg, Eddie Deason, Ethan Embry, and Nikki Reed. Uh, He is one spot behind, oh, I'm sorry, tied with Greg Grunberg. Uh, one spot behind Eddie Deason, Ethan Embry, and Nikki Reed. One spot ahead of Fenella Wolgar. Fenella Wolgar. Fantastic name. She was in Victorian Abdul last year. Uh, moving on. Next up is the man himself, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. So far down the list. This is his 23rd film credit and improves his average film rating to a 47.09. It is his third film rating in the 70s and fifth best movie overall, coming in behind Dick, fittingly, and ahead of Deadpool 1. He has a value of negative 11.5 and a score of 31.82. He is ranked 3,555th overall, one spot behind Gabenga Akinajbe, probably pronouncing that wrong, who was in Independence Day Resurgence and Detroit. Uh, and he is one spot ahead of Thomas Ian Nicholas, who was in American Pie. Next up is Terry Crews. This is his 24th film credit and improves his average film rating to a 45.46. It is his fourth film rating in the 70s and fifth best movie overall. Coming in behind Bridesmaids, and ahead of his voice role in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. He has a value of negative 14 and a score of 27.96, ranking him 3,872nd overall, just behind Geraldine Page, Oscar winner Geraldine Page, and just ahead of Diana Agron from Glee or Greg Sestero from The Room. Further below him is Zazie Beats. This is her second film credit and improves her average film rating to a 39.5. It is her first and only film in the 70s and best movie overall, coming in ahead of last this year's Geostorm. Ugh. Last year's Geostorm? Last year's Geostorm. Wow. Uh, she, she has a value of negative 1 and a score of 18.75, ranking her... 4,400th, tied with Jeff Bennett, who is a voice actor who has been in Enchanted and Frankenweenie. Uh, she is one spot behind Lilia Scala and one spot ahead of Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. Those are all the actors. Big long list. A lot of cameos. But we made it through. Um, for reference, there are... 24 acting credits that I gave to Deadpool 2. It's a lot. Moving on. Um, Next up, we have the genres. So this is a movie rated 73 from 2018. It is an action movie, an adventure movie, a comedy, and science fiction. Uh, Improves the average rating of all of those categories. Um, Action movies now ranked 
now rated an average of 52.33, adventure movies 52.28, comedies 53.01, and sci-fi 52.55. It comes in as a 2 on the Bechtel scale, uh, so I believe Teenage Negasonic Warhead and Yukio converse. They're the only women that converse in the movie, and they only talk about Deadpool. So, 2. It is an R-rated movie, and last I checked, uh, it is a it is ranked 180th on IMDb's top 250. That is accurate. Uh, that is also insane to me. Way too high of a movie's IMDb ranking, but that'll come down with time. Uh, there's only 66,000 ratings on IMDb. So, Academy Awards uh, currently not nominated for anything. I would say best opportunity it has to get in is Best Original Song for Celine Dion's Ashes. And then moving on to the Circle of Film Awards, a little bit more love there, but we're early in the year, so we'll see what ends up happening. Currently, it slots in in Best Picture, uh, Best Lead Actor for Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, Best Supporting Actor for uh, Zazzy Beats as Domino, Best Screenplay for the three people that wrote it, and Best Original Song, uh, Ashes from Celine Dion. So five nominations, and I will say it currently is would if the year ended right now, it would win one of those five categories. I will not divulge which one though, because that category it will likely last, maybe not the whole year, but uh, hopefully the whole year, uh, to at least still be in the category, if not win it, uh, which is exciting. So. Yeah, Deadpool 2, five nominees right now, nominations right now in the 2018 Circle of Film Awards. It is not a bet, one of my best, my favorite film of the year, but it does impact the year of 2018 as a whole. So, it is the 78th film released in 2018 that I have seen. It is one of the 942 films I have seen this calendar year. It improves the average film rating of 2018 films to 37.13. It improves their tomato meter to 50.17. It is the 20th action film, 16th adventure film, 25th comedy, and 17th sci-fi film I've seen this year. It is a good film, is the 15th good film I've seen this year, and improves the ratio to a .28, which is still incredibly low. It is a 2 on the Bechtel test, part of the 12.82% of films that have a 2 on the Bechtel test from this year, and it is rated R, so it is the 28th. R-rated film from 2018 that I've seen, one up over the PG-13 grouping, which is 27. Very close, very close. And finally, as a film rated 73, it is one of the 93 films on my spreadsheet with a ranking, with a rating of 73. Uh, if we go back to 2017, films rated 73 from that year include Okja, uh, the Insult, I Am Not a Witch, and uh, the popular short film In a Heartbeat. If we want to go back to 2016, we can do that too. And some of the 2016 films rated 73 include Loving and Always Shine, among others. So that is it for Deadpool 2 statistics. Um... A lot of stuff. Uh, it's a good movie, and we haven't had too many of those in 2018, as far as I'm concerned, but I think we're trending upwards. We're about to hit the summer proper, 
and get like five new movies every week. So that should be a lot of fun. But for now, we have Deadpool 2. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Like I said in the last episode, uh, just a reminder, going to be gone for two weeks in Brazil. I am going to record ahead of time, hopefully, every episode to fit into all those days. I'm not going to be here. So keep your eyes out for those episodes. Uh, Some of them are already finished. Some of them I still have yet to record. Uh, Yeah. So thank you for listening. If you would like to support the show and what I do here, you can do that on patreon.com slash circle of film for as little as eight cents an episode. You can head over to the website circleoffilm.com and check out all the old episodes. Check out the Circle of Film Awards. Check out the top ten actor lists from previous months and years and decades and whatever. Or you can get in touch with me through Twitter, circle of, at Circle of Film, or on email, circleoffilm at gmail.com. If about anything, I will have email while I am in Brazil. So that will work. That'll work. Uh, if you want to share your top movie lists, I'm always, always accepting those. So send them to me. I'd love to see them. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And uh, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fails.